Just before the recording of the AFC Donscast for this week, we've got the news that Aberdeen have confirmed that Graham Shinney will leave the club at the end of the season. Graham has agreed to join Derby County on a three-year contract, which will run until the summer of 2022. We'll have more reaction on the Inverness Reds website at invernessreds.co.uk and on our social media channels as well. We had it all at Pataudry on Saturday. San rain, hailstones and missed opportunities. More from the Celtic game coming up. Plus we hear from Joe Lewis after he signed his contract extension late last week. All this and more on the AFC Donscast on Tuesday the 7th of May. a story of missed opportunities for the Dons against Celtic at Pataudry on Saturday with chances or what would you call sitters for James Wilson not coming off. It was a first half goal from Lustig and two second half goals from Simonovic and Edward that secured Celtic's eighth consecutive league title. Aberdeen remain in a battle for third with Kilmarnock. The Ayrshire side went above the Dons on goal difference after their win against Hearts. Derek McInnes was in the stand for this one serving his touchline ban and ruined the early chances we had. Derek, disappointing result in the end, uh, frustrating in that we had probably two very good chances before they scored. Yeah, I think we had the best chances in the game, as you say, um, it could have been so much different, you know, it was a lot about the team, the way we'd set them up, that we got from uh, the opportunities, we were looking to try and get those types of opportunities and, and break on them quickly and get with four really forward players into good areas to, to score goals, um, I think. Every one of them, the front four really had chances today. Clearly, James is the ones that uh, are more obvious and um, disappointed that we haven't managed to take them. And I think, as you feel at the time, when these chances go a begging, that when you play against a team of Celtic's quality, then you're just hoping it doesn't come back to bite you. But more often than not, it does. Um, the first goal for me could have been avoided. Um, I think it's a lack of concentration and a lack of pressure on the cross from McGregor. And uh, as a consequence, we're too high, I think, as a back lot, and we don't uh, deal with it at the back post. Um, you know, it, it's maybe a wee bit of you know, centre forward playing wide left and dropping Lustig, but we've uh, we're tried to put our most experienced or an experienced team out there to try and get the job done, and we were very close, I think, to, to scoring first, but ultimately that first goal it gives them an upper hand. Um, we spoke about you know, the second half starting properly and no, uh, saying there's chances in the game for us, um, but when we gift a free header uh, in their box, um, it's disappointing that because it, that I mean we speak about the level of position and the good players that have got, but that's the type of goal that um, it's nothing to do with quality really. Yes, it's a decent ball in, but if you're not getting the first touch in your box when you're defending set plays, then you normally can find yourself in bother and. Uh, when they get two and a half up, the game's very difficult from there on in. Following the match, Derek also addressed yet more sectarian singing directed at him from the Celtic support and his frustration at the lack of action from the authorities. I said to Neil that it was unfortunate that you weren't in the dugout for today's match because of what happened at Hamden. How disappointed were you to hear that song again during a day of celebration for them? I just get asked Derek if I heard that again. Of course I heard it because I've been hearing it for, for years. And it's 
but it's not really if, if I hear it, it's that's not the question. The question should be are other people hearing it? Um so it's not going to change that. The, the biggest surprise would have been if I hadn't heard it today, as you all know. So um it is what it is, you know, the I think there's been a missed opportunity to, to send out the right message here. Uh, I served my punishment today. I'm glad to get back into the dugout next week. How disappointing was it? Your opposite number was banned from the dugout from obviously reacting to a song that unfortunately we heard again today. Well, yeah, I'm disappointed, to say the least. I'm disappointed for Derek because I know what a gay type of man he is. He's a great football man, a guy with great integrity. And um, I'm sorry he wasn't in the dugout today. I'm a huge admirer of what he's done here and what he's done previously, so hopefully I'll catch up with him before we go. Catch live audio and video of our next match only on Red TV. Subscribe now for full match day coverage, replays, highlights and all the goals, exclusive interviews and behind-the-scenes content. Sign up now at redtv.afc.co.uk. The best of the action only on Red TV. On your phone, on your tablet, and online. This is the AFC Don's Cast News. Elsewhere in the Scottish Premiership at the weekend, Dundee were relegated after a 1-0 home defeat to Hamilton Arkies, who are now four points clear of a St Mirren side who drew 1-0 at Motherwell. Kilmarnock are up to third place thanks to a 1-0 win over Hearts at Tynecastle, and it was 1-0 between St Johnston and Livingston at McDermott Park. On Sunday, the Rangers' Alan McGregor was red-carded late on. Jermaine Defoe's goal-handed Hibs manager Paul Heckingbottom his first Scottish Premiership defeat. Aberdeen's next generation of talent competed at the Manchester City International Cup at the weekend, where they came up against the likes of Chelsea and Juventus. The Dons' 2008 age group caught the eye of City boss Pep Guardiola, who took time out from the English champions' treble tilt to praise the youngsters for their 2-1 win over Girona. The Aberdeen's youths lost narrowly to the hosts and Chelsea at the Etihad campus and drew with Wigan before going down to Feyenoord and Juventus. Joe Lewis says his best days are still to come after signing a new five-year contract at Aberdeen. The 31-year-old Englishman, who was due to be out of contract in summer 2020, has committed himself to Aberdeen until 2024. I just think there's, there's so much um, to look forward to at the club. Um, I feel like the club's going in the right direction. Um, we've obviously got the, the, the training grounds coming um, next season. Um, the stadium, hopefully not too not too far after that. Um, so yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's something I'd love to be involved in that that side of thing. I'd love to be playing in the new stadium and and um, and yeah, it's something that's that's uh, I think in the future will help to to keep players and and to attract players as well. Yeah, and as you said, the, the fans as well have made you so welcome. You know, anywhere you go, they always come come and speak to you and things. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember. I think it was my third game here. You know, the ball bobbled over my foot and went in, in the goal. <laughs> I think it was, was my third, or, or my, was it the second qualifying round that of, the, of that season at Maribor? Probably fourth game, was it? Fourth game, yeah, the, the away leg. Yeah, the away leg. Um, and when I think back, that's my fourth game, and you know, something like that to happen. Um, you know, it's unfortunate, but um, even then, you know, I, I still felt so much support and and warmth from the from the crowd. Um, I must have played pretty well in the first three games. I can't remember. I can't, I can't remember what, that well how I played, but um, but I still got the I still got the support there even then uh, after something like that so early on in, in my career at, at Aberdeen. So um, 
And so yeah, it's just uh, like I say, I've taken to them, they've taken to me, and it's it's, it's uh, you know it's very uh, very happy very happy to to continue that. Derek McInnes was pleased about securing the signature of Joe and described it as a really significant signing. We had had it agreed, um, more or less, um, by the back end of last week and we were just waiting to, we're timing to announce it. So, couldn't be more pleased. Um, I think it's a real shot in the arm to everybody at the club and a real boost because he's been such a significant signing for us, a key, a key um, person as well as a key performer on the pitch. And... Uh, and it's great news, it sends out a good message for everybody, reinforces the confidence and it reinforces the message that this is a good club to be at. And, uh, and Joe illustrates, and Joe can speak for himself, but illustrates, illustrates how happy Joe is, not only professionally, but also um, you know, with his family life, living in, in Aberdeen. And uh, fantastic news all around. On your phone, on your tablet and online. This is the AFC Don's Cast News. The Scottish FA has created its shortlist of candidates to replace Alex McLeish as Scotland manager. McInnes is thought to be one of those being considered by the Scottish FA, along with Kilmarnock's Steve Clark, former Everton and Manchester United boss David Moyes and Sunderland's Jack Ross. Scotland under-21 coach Scott Gemmell and the SFA performance director Malky Mackay are also in the running, with the Euro 2020 qualifiers against Cyprus and Belgium to come in June. On Sunday, the Aberdeen Under-17s, the 2003 age group, took on the Rangers in the final of the Club Academy Scotland Cup. Unfortunately, they were defeated two goals to one. Also on Sunday, Aberdeen women continued their impressive run of form with an 8-0 victory against last season's Division 2 champions Montrose at the Aberdeen Sports Village. And finally, on Sunday night, the PFA Scotland Player of the Year awards took place. Lewis Ferguson was nominated for Young Player of the Year, but that went to the Rangers' Ryan Kent. Alfredo Morelos took home the prize of goal of the season. Graham Shinney was one of only two representatives from outside the old firm in the team of the year. And James Forrest was crowned the PFA Scotland Player of the Year and Kilmarnock manager Steve Clark won the Manager of the Year. For more Don's news every day, head online to invernessreds.co.uk. Two to go for the Dons, and our last home match of the season is against Hearts at Pataudry on Friday night. Kickoff is at 7.45pm. Tickets are still on sale for that one at afc.co.uk forward slash e-tickets. Our last match is against Hibs at Easter Road on Sunday the 19th of May with a 3pm kickoff. Tickets went on sale yesterday for supporters with 160 plus loyalty points. Today for those with 120 or more points. Tomorrow for those with 80 points or more. And on each of those days it's from 5.30pm. And next Monday for those with more than 40 points it's from 9.30am. And then on general sale on Tuesday the 14th of May also from 9.30am. Telly time and our match against Hearts on Friday will also be live on BT Sport and Red TV International. On Sunday, it's the Rangers versus Celtic for the midday kickoff on Sky Sports. And on Monday night, St Mirren versus Hamilton on BT Sport at 7.45pm. Finally, the AFC Donscast vote for your Player of the Year will close this Saturday, the 11th of May. If you haven't already voted, you can place your vote at afcdonscast.co.uk forward slash P-O-T-Y. That's afcdonscast.co.uk P-O-T-Y. That's all from me this week. I'll be back with more next Tuesday at the normal time following the Hearts match. Have a great week and thanks for listening. (laughs) 
every Tuesday from 8pm on your phone, on your tablet and online. This is the AFC Donscast. That's all for this week from the AFC Donscast. Why not download and listen to the Here We Go AFC podcast? Discussion, reaction, interviews and special guests made by Aberdeen fans for Aberdeen fans. Tune in now for the latest episode.